I had a friend send me a message and he was asking me how I digest and how I deal with hearing people's negative situations all day, you know, through, through La Tribu and the coaching program. Obviously, you know, people, people, I, I hear people's struggles, you know, they share their dark moments, they share their negative moments. And, you know, he, he was coming more of a, from, from, I think an angle of like, how do you handle it? And the first question, actually, the first question he said was, why do I put myself in that position? And two, you're like, how do I handle it? How do I digest that every single day and not let it get to me in a negative way, right? Or not let it bring me down as well after hearing people's um, hardships, you know, day in and day out. And, you know, to answer the first question, it's because I truly feel it's my calling, right? I've, I've accepted the fact that, that, you know, this is where God wants me and that this is part of my, my long-term journey is, is to be in this position. And for one reason or another, you know, I've gone through certain experiences and situations. I've met people that have gone through certain situations and experiences that, that have kind of given me, I guess, the tools to, to be in this position. But the second part of that question is, is, was a struggle for me at the beginning, right? To, to be able to hear people, um, just talk about their struggles day in and day out and how I do and how do I compartmentalize that and not let it not not I wouldn't say not let it get to me but to a certain extent right like how do I just push through that and not let it affect my own life and and my personal well-being and and my attitude and so on and so forth and and for that you know I I always go back to something that Brene Brown said in one of her books and you know to me hearing those things you know, that, that's, that's, that's where I've learned how, that's where I've learned about resilience. You know, when she says it, that's how I've learned about joy, about having joy, even in the darkest moments. That's how I've learned about being grateful, right? A bit, you know, hearing people's stories and, and in, in, you know, in the, I don't want this to sound bad, but in a, in a certain way, putting those stories up against my life and it really just putting things into perspective. And being grateful for what I have and the struggles that I don't have. And, you know, we, we go through life and we encounter people every day. And not just me as a coach, but everybody does, right? You might have a coworker or coworkers where you're the person that that they they don't come to you for advice, but you're the one that they share everything with. And there's a reason for that, right? There's a certain trust and there's a comfort level of being open with you and sharing certain situations and maybe it's because you always have something positive to say. Or maybe it's just as simple as the fact that you're that one person that listens to them. And that's all they really need. So to me, you know, for this question that he asked, that was pretty much it. And, you know, if I take it a step further, it really paints a picture for me of, one, what's out there. And if somebody's going through a certain struggle, maybe I've never gone through that struggle. But it now it gives me the tools of how to even process that same situation in the future, whether it be with me in my personal life or with somebody that I know and I care about. And the awareness factor of it, I think, is the biggest key. You know, in, in, in hearing people going through their dark moments, you know, there's always a conversation that's had. And obviously, one of the, most of the time, one of the questions that I ask is 
kind of like a self-reflection, right? Like, like at what point, even though you felt yourself going down this, this path, at what point does, did you not stop? Or at what point, knowing that if you took that next step, you were going to fall deeper into this pattern or into the situation, why didn't you stop? And I think for me, the growing part of it is just being open to digest it and processing it. A lot of times we go through life and we don't process the majority of the moments because they're just plain. They're just ordinary. They're just, you know, there's there's nothing exciting about it. And in that book that Brene Brown wrote, you know, she talks about going through life and not really paying attention to ordinary moments because we're consistently searching the extraordinary moments, the big moments, right? The, the ones that, that have all the fancy bells and whistles, you know, those type of moments. And even though it's not bad, obviously, to, to, to keep striving for those moments, but what is bad is that we forget about the ordinary things, right? We live in this scarcity culture where it's people consistently are trying to live more and more and more and live better and live way outside their means every day to keep up and don't get it twisted right like this isn't a message about obviously we're always striving to be better to grow to do more to be more but that's okay as long as you don't forget about the ordinary stuff and one of the examples that that Brene Brown shares in her book is you know when you ask, when you talk to somebody that's had a, a loss of a loved one, and we've all heard this, we've all heard this statement. We've all heard the statement of, if I could only, and then it's followed by an ordinary moment or an ordinary thing that that person did while they were alive, right? And and I'll give you an example, right? Me and my grandfather, right? My grandfather passed away a few years back, and... I've always said that I would give anything to be able to just get on a plane, fly back down to El Paso, and just sit with my grandfather outside his house. My grandfather would sit outside his house for a few hours a day and just just be, just sit there. If people walked by, he'd have a conversation with them, he'd say hi, but he would just sit there. Now, even though I had a lot of extraordinary moments with my grandfather, everything he taught me, the things he bought me, that's not what I would want right now. And I've said it. And Brene Brown says it in her book. And I've caught myself saying it. You know, I would give anything to just fly back down to El Paso and just sit with my grandfather. That's as ordinary of a moment as you can get, right? Just sitting there. Not even talking to him. Just sitting there and being with him in his presence. And some of the examples she uses, right, is, you know, for instance, you've heard people say, you know, if I could come downstairs and see my husband sitting at the table. If I could hear my son giggling in the backyard one more time. You know, my mom sent me the craziest texts. She never knew how to work her phone. I'd give anything to get one of those texts right now. So if we hear that every single time that somebody talks about their loved one, why don't we truly process it? Right? Because if we actually understood and really digested what that person is saying, then what would that do to our life? And how would it shape our life moving forward? And that's something to think about. Because if we hear it so often, then why don't we do it? And it's because we, again, we're not, we're not searching for that. 
we ignore those comments because in our mind we've trained and we've 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 made ourselves believe that it's the extraordinary moments that mean the most but if that was the case then why isn't that or why isn't that the comment that people say right but it's not it's the ordinary moments so just across the board you know as i as i talk to people and and have these conversations and yeah you know obviously as a coach people share their struggles and that's the whole point of it but again i've come to accept those and process those for one what they are and two to be mindful of those things as we go forward and it's not a special trait that i have it's not it's just really just paying attention and 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 i you know i keep saying this word but it's really digesting them and processing those moments to put things in my life in a perspective and not just for that day not just for that moment but going forward it makes you look at things a little bit different it really does it paints a different picture a different outlook and even though every single day i strive to be better to grow to do more to make more of an impact i don't forget the ordinary moments and it's almost like those kind of ground me right like the ordinary moments the ordinary phone calls right the ability to be able to pick up the phone and call somebody right now that's not going to be around forever that person is not going to be around so are you really treasuring that phone call or are you letting other things kind of get in the way and you lose sight of those moments i and and i don't know where you know where 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 this came from as far as me wanting to talk about this um because it's not the first time somebody's asked me that question about how i digest you know the phone calls i have with people or 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 the the coaching calls and all that but for some reason i just felt you know that as we go through especially the the rest of this year and with the virus and all that that's going on that we're losing sight at least the people that I'm around at least the people that I communicate with a lot and and that I have the coaching calls you know we're continuously striving and we have these blinders on you know because we're continuously setting goals we're continuously trying to get better better make more money you know the bigger house the more cars but in doing so are we losing sight of the ordinary moments are we losing sight of the conversation pieces that we're going to use when our loved ones are no longer around because if that's really what we're going to remember and if that's really what we're going to want to have at one point when the person's no longer around then why would we not pay attention to it even more so now keep striving keep growing keep getting better if your thing is to make more money keep making more money i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but just don't lose sight of the ordinary moments i'll leave you guys with that don't forget that today is a new day which is a perfect day for a new beginning